The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure, as we'll be talking about a number of machines from Tane Gundam. Uh, it's free and safe for all GGP listeners. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG, the only podcast that's panel lined. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media, and I'm Dylan. Uh, Dylan, you wanna you wanna talk about some robots? I look, I always want to talk about robots, but we're not gonna do that this week. Oh no! Wait, what? What? You- this is Bag End Book Club Part Two. We're gonna talk about the Silmarillion. I. Look, I'm only caught up on the first couple of those, and I... <laughs> well, Silmarillion's a different book. You're fine. But no, I haven't read that one. Uh, okay, I guess we can talk about Mecha then. Yay. Look, I know nothing about the Silmarillion. When they get to that, that's going to be fun, because I'll, you know, I'll be like, hey, I can read along and figure out what all this extra stuff is. There's a part about when someone fought the ancient evil and it was like a Dark Souls boss fight, and it's just like they just didn't have the levels, right? So they were like dodging everything and landing all the hits, but the fucker just had so much health that they eventually lost. I will take your word for it. Alright. Yeah. Let's roll really. a normal okay. a normal one this today. Normal. At this time. Seven. One, two, three, four, five. That'd be Cosmic Era? No, that would be correct century. Oh, eight would dang have been it. Okay. Cosmic. Oh, right. Now we're at eight. Yeah, for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that means I roll a d10 for this one. Yay. Because we haven't talked about anything. I mean, we've talked about... we. Okay, we have talked about, you know, a certain a certain machine, but only in relation to the Zaku. Um, Okay, we are talking, uh, there's no, uh, you know, you're not going to get this, right? Oh, I'm not? What is it? Well, the model number? Do it. What is it? MRCU11D. Yeah, no, no clue. Yeah, of course not. It's the wad. It's the walking dumpling. Oh, okay. Let's see, I'm looking it up. MRCU11D. Oh, yeah, no. Okay, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten that, actually, at all. It's just that, like, it. those aren't the kinds of uh, model numbers that we tend to <laughs> reference a lot. Well, it's like, I know you see, right? And, like, that's yeah. pretty easy. Um, that, That's the other thing, too. The equivalent uh, of this in UC, like, the petite mobile suits, they don't even get model numbers. They're just, like, petite mobile suit and junior mobile suit a lot there's a couple that have numbers but a lot of them don't (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what this is so um okay gonna be a short one today because there are two specific units to talk about with relation to the wad um so the mrc u11d walking dumpling or wad also known as the armadillo which is what the uh, militia calls it because Tamino absolutely loves when everyone calls a robot a different name. 
which you know makes sense but it's mm-hmm. it, it is particularly fun in turn a um so it is it is a mobile it's not really a mobile worker or like a petite mobile suit it is like made for combat but it I is i mean it is it is a petite mobile suit it's i, I guess yeah it's a petite mobile suit but it's a lot of the petite mobile suits prior i guess this is still the same idea like a converted a converted worker suit into something that can fight this is specifically a per, uh, an anti-personnel suit um yeah i so, mean this is this isn't this isn't i mean like i think you're right in that it's converted because it's based on a previous design but this from its outset was built to be yeah a, a, a kill boy yeah which is kind of a lot so uh the wad in fitting with turn a is a weird design um so i'll talk about the head and torso together because they're one thing you basically have a sort of roundish pod like torso um the front of it has two cockpit hatches if i remember right yeah it has two pilots um there's one on the top and one in the bottom area um and mm-hmm. you can see both you know gl- the glass for the cockpit um only one cockpit hatch but two glasses is what i should say um and that whole hatch on the front you can see where the hatch is you it just pops open um the rest of the torso is just pretty nondescript i guess i would say um like it, it the the main thing of note is that it has a little sensor on top which i think is really cute uh but otherwise it's a pretty just standard torso and cockpit unit right <laughs> because the torso well, say, is just a cockpit <laughs> you say standard and i don't it's not that i disagree but for gundam it's not standard yeah for gundam there's, it's not like, standard there's... but it looks like i guess it looks like a, like a real vehicle or something right that you would sure it, i mean it's it's very utilitarian um there's not a lot of fancy stuff going on with this torso block um when you hit the shoulders, uh, you've got, you can see a little bit of detailed connection going into the arm, uh, before you actually hit the shoulder armor. Uh, the shoulder armor is wide, uh, goes out kind of far, um, the upper arm, uh, just kind of a standard bicep, you do have a joint, and then you've got the lower arm. Uh, the lower arms are big and bulky, um, and they've got, like, I would presume vents on the, um on the uh front of the arms there right because mm-hmm. i know it has different weapons but i don't think i don't think those holes are a weapon uh on the arm i think those are just like some type of vent or something um you know what this gives me the vibes of though because both both the circles there and the circles like connecting the joint into the shoulder it's kind of reminded me of izabuchi designs i know this is by okawara but it, it definitely doesn't look very Okawara. Yeah, it does not. It's very different for something that he made. Um, so, when we talk about going to the waist now, this is where things get weird. So, the, the, the wad is connected to the waist via basically a spinal column. Mm-hmm. A spinal column that goes all the way through the waist and then keeps going until it basically, it's like basically a tail. Right, for balancing purposes, you know. That's uh that's an interesting thing that, that they play with not that much, but they do a little in uh in um turn A and basically doesn't really appear in other Gundam. Mm-hmm. The idea of use adding a tail for balance purposes actually makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like, the closest you get is, like, extra binders for Ambac, but never for, like, it's never for balance, because they're never made for gravity a lot of the time. A lot of the time with the uh, units with binders, it's like, oh, this is specifically for more space mobility, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and then as you uh, continue going down, uh, the waste is... Uh, interesting waste because, um, it does actually have skirt armor, which is weird. You would think they would have omitted it, but no, it just has normal skirt armor. Uh, you know, it's got the front crotch plate, and then you've got, on either side of that, you've got a plate. Uh, they even have, like, the little, uh, thingies that the Gundam tends to have there, like the little square patches of armor. Uh, though Mm -hmm. on the WAD, they're not given a different color or anything. Um... I'm looking at um I'm looking at some of the mechanical detailing and the two cockpit like the, there's the big cockpit hatch but also the little canopies can also flip up. Yeah. Oh, the little glass canopies can too. Yeah, separately. Oh, okay. So, so can, it's got like one big have, hatch yeah. and then two. Okay. Little ones on top of it. Yeah. All right, that's that's kind of cool. Um, I didn't realize that. All right. Um. When you hit the uh, legs, the legs are interesting because the shape is a little weird. So. You've got that part connecting the leg in. They're just, they're very side, right? Like, because there's no side skirts or anything. And the legs, because of the size of them, they're just kind of like, I I don't want to say it's like bow-legged, but like, you know what I mean, right? Like the legs. They're Metal Gear legs. Yeah, they're very Metal Gear legs. They're very, again, like, trying to be more like a realistic machine type legs. Mm -hmm. Um, Turn A out here putting the real and real robots. Yeah. Uh, the legs do have, like, a section of vents on the top. The legs actually have a lot of detail to them. Uh, a lot of it gets lost because it's all one color, but, like, when you're looking at the line work, like, there's a lot of panel lining, a lot of little details. It does have separated knee armor. Um, you can see the joint on the back. It does have, uh, thrusters along the leg. Uh, two, like, one on either side of the calves, as well as one set just on the direct back of the, the lower leg. Um, another fancy joint connecting in the feet. Um, the feet are designed like normal mobile suit feet too, in that they have ankle armor, uh, as well as like, like, so they are just like separate feet with ankle armor, which is kind of weird. Um, I do like that they have visible pistons as well on the feet. Um, which is just cool. Uh, and they have two toes on either foot and then just a singular heel on the back. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, not really much of a backpack, but this unit does have, like, a pair of, like, small thrusters on the back, basically. And then, like, a weird little, like, I don't know how to describe it, like, a pack-like section. Like, uh, here, uh, I'm looking at the, uh, liner, just because that's where you can actually see proper, um, rear art. Uh, but, like, on the top of the backpack there, you've got, like, these weird semicircular little boxy things. Oh, yeah. Don't know what those are. They're not magazines. At first, I was thinking they might be magazines for the different guns it can use, because you know, it, um, there are a couple of different weapons this can use. But uh-huh. nope. Um. So yeah, the the wad though. This is a very strange mobile suit. Um, by by all accounts, uh, it's really cool though, and I like it a lot. Uh, it's very small, as mentioned. It is. Uh, about seven meters tall, so actually still three meters taller than, like, a scope dog, so it's still, you know, decently big, but it's not, like, big, big. Mm-hmm. Um, though, of course, the height can be adjustable, because, uh, so that tail, besides functioning as extra balance, one of the things it can do also is the tail can actually 
be used to reposition the upper body. Um, because, I mean, it's designed like a spinal column. There are little sections that are movable. And so if it strains the tail and then pops that through the slot where it is connected, it can actually, like, swoosh the upper body around. Um, which is done comedically a couple of times, such as uh, on the wiki, if you are uh, looking at it, you'll notice the example of it looking over a hole, only to be a shot by a Borgian on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also, uh, if I remember right, whenever it's using, like, the longer rifle, like the sniper, it actually will do, like, uh, it'll, like, straighten the spine out and then go forward, so it almost goes, like, horizontal. Um... Instead of crouching like a normal mobile suit would, um, just for bracing with the rifle, which is kind of cool. Um, and for weapons, this does have quite a bit, actually, <laughs> given the size of it. So um, it does have, for handheld weapons, you've got a bunch of standard ones. You've got uh, a bazooka, um, which on the wiki, I believe, is the one that they describe as a rocket grenade launcher, but the actual line art of it just calls it a bazooka. Um, a four-barrel Vulcan, as well as an assault rifle. And these are, like, the three standard, like, handheld weapons used by it. Again, mm -hmm. in combination with, like, the adjustable spine, uh, you can do some fun things with this suit, um, with, with having the handheld weapons. Uh, now, are they good in mobile suit combat? Not really. I don't think we ever see them really as all that effective, generally. I mean, how could they be? It's just there's a simple size problem here. Yeah, the problem is, yeah, the size. Which, again, uh, if you were on the wiki, because we use this for image referencing still, um, there is a gif of the Kapool, which is already a smaller mobile suit, grabbing and hugging AWOD there, and it's great. Um, the, um, the other weapons it has, it has some really weird ones. So it has a weapon called the Joint Buster. Uh, and the Joint Buster is, um, I believe it's only used really early on, because I don't remember them being later. It's basically a giant cattle prod, though. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I would presume, given the name Joint Buster, this is for mobile suit combat. <laughs> um, yeah, it's got these weird, like, like multi-pronged, like, asymmetrical design. And, yeah, given the name, you have to imagine it's intended to get into the joint of a mobile suit and mm -hmm. disable it there. Plus it, um, if I remember right, it also has an electrical charge going through it. Mm. So yeah, for... I mean, it is, it is Tomino. Yeah. <laughs> so basically for disabling a mobile suit. Um, we do see this with other, uh, we do see other, uh, tools in use by it as well. So, um, here we have on the left, a fire hose. <laughs> and on the right, a pile bunker rifle, which I really like the design of it. Um, mm -hmm. It has, like, a wire that also goes into the mobile suit for the pile bunker, which is kind of cool. Um, always love a pile bunker. And, of course, uh, using it at, for its proper purpose uh, for mining, if I remember right, uh, this also has the Minchi drill, uh, which comes up on some of uh, Coronander's suits, but is also just a giant drill that is good for, for digging through earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so, uh, and it's basically just a giant, it, it's almost like an ogre club, but, you know, designed with, like, all the sections of spikes being able to spin. It also has a thruster at the end of it, which is really cool. Um, I'm trying to see if it mentions any other, uh, thing here. It mentions a three-barrel machine gun as well, um, on top of having the, uh, 
Vulcan, and I'm not finding line art for that. I mean, is it, could it possibly be the wrists? Because that is three barrels. That is true. Um, let me see. Oh, yes, it does mention there are fixed armaments, and it says two three-barrel machine guns, so those wrists are probably machine guns. Okay. Okay. And then um, it does mention two Vulcan guns. Uh, oh, yeah, you can see them on the front of the torso. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah those little ones. There. It's a little hard to see on the uh, colored art because, again, the colors kind of – the, the primary colors of this unit are a dark green – gray you have orange for the canopy and then otherwise it's just like grays and greens and like tans uh so it kind of gets a little a lot of the details get washed out so i actually start referring to the light art so i can see things a bit better um am i allowed to be annoyed that they call them vulcans yeah sure because those aren't vulcans because they is a type of gatling gun that's a that's an air-cooled machine gun yeah and it's got two of them um, it's funny because they actually call it its four-barrel Gatling gun a Vulcan. Um, and that's accurate. Which is accurate, yeah. But, um, yeah, so the Wad, the Walking Dumpling, um, I think this is a very fun design. And what we talked about with Turn A is really cool. Like, they love doing lots of different sizes of mobile suits to the point where the Kapool that shows up in Turn A is actually scaled down from the UC one in order to be shorter than the other suits, which I think mm-hmm. is kind of fun. Um, but you have, like, basically, because of the WADS design, you have, like, all these different, like, weird mobile suits. Um, and this is, like, one of the, probably one of the weirdest ones. Also, oh, a couple other functions to talk about. Uh, and I think this is for when it's holding the Minchi drill because of how large it is. This machine can both dislocate the wrist and pop it out a little further and the little wrist section that looks like uh just some like vented detail on the inside is actually an extra thumb that can pop out huh mm-hmm. um there, and then other weird functions include uh if we look at the upper torso i i think i remember this coming up at one point because i think one time it does separate the upper torso does actually have little grabby uh, things. Um, if I remember right, is that when they're like moving the boxes later on? I don't remember. Uh, I think I think later on in one of the like really late episodes when uh, the wads are being used as a work mobile suit. Um, the it, it, it stretches up like the uh, the um the spine and then. Places the block, the box on the flat top of the uh, the waist, and then uses the uh, little fingers on the inside in order to move, like you know, hold a, bo- a cargo in place while moving it, which I think is also really cool. Um, these are also where the nukes are held, by the way, uh, when um, they are trying to grab the nukes, which feels like a very scary place to contain the nukes. Um, honestly, these are of course not normal armaments. This is just something that comes up in turn A. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, trying to think with the wad though. Um, we do have an early design of the wad, which I really love it actually. So there's a lot of machines that early on, uh, like, like especially like in the late nineties start getting designed with like these like weird sensors that are just a bunch of holes like this. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely Feels love very the Shiro to me. Um, the, uh, Specifically, like, the um, the ones I'm thinking of are, there were several uh, Metal Gear Rexes that were early on that have uh, 
sensor designs like this. Um, as well as, actually, if anyone here listening has played Ace Combat, the Falcon from Ace Combat um, also has, like, it doesn't have a proper cockpit canopy, nor does it have, like, uh, normal visual sensors. It has a bunch of these, like, weird, you know, circular sensors on the outside, which I think are really cool looking. Hmm. Um, the Falcon rules. It has a panoramic cockpit <laughs> on a on a jet, <laughs> and I think that's neat. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, here, uh, have you ever played Ace Combat? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So you know what thing I'm talking about then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the um, yeah. So the the early line art of this machine. It's funny because it's actually very similar to the final one, other than just that cockpit canopy being different um though i do also like on the arm uh it has a crescent moon and it just says states <laughs> i uh i'm a i'm a genius so i misread the the central cockpit and thought it said zoom for a second <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just moon yeah just moons <laughs> um also of note in the gallery here before we move on to the mo- the other mobile suit that this is based on uh there is a really weird wad made for a model magazine. It looks like in 2001. That is, what if we made the wad able to be quadrupedal with like a really long tail? Oh yeah, wow. Uh, it's really cool. The way the cockpit opens is also really neat because the the, the way the glass hatches open is they open um, on different sides. Like the bottom one opens to the left and the upper one opens to the right. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, this is a cool-looking machine. It's got weird-looking hands because they designed it with a quadrupedal mode in mind. Mm-hmm. I actually need to send this to my partner because she loves the wad, and, I don't know, she's seen this, so I'm sending it without any context. I, I can explain later. She'll know what it is. Um, but before I forget... Uh, yeah, so, <clears throat> with the wad, though... That's pretty much everything that cover that like covers everything with it, right? Like this is a unique design, and like a lot of turn A designs, we can't really talk about future history or anything with this, mainly because, I mean, you know, people don't people are fools and they don't really reference turn A a lot in future designs, even though no. they have a lot of really cool ideas like this. Um, so the wad does have a design it is developed from. Uh, which is a much less exciting design, and I don't even remember when this shows up. Like, I remember seeing this on, like, when when GGP finished Turn A Gundam, and I did the quiz at the end, and this ended up, like, I think at the bottom for me, because I just didn't remember it. <laughs> but we have the MRC CO3 Bologna. This one is just a mobile worker. It's yeah. just a civilian suit for carrying boxes. It still has the spine, uh, and, you know, so presumably, like, it can still, like, move that upper half around. Um, okay, yeah, we see it, like, during, like, the unearthing of the bandits and stuff, too. Because uh, I can see sure. the screenshot there. Uh, Makes sense. It is a single cockpit unit, though. Um, and that's basically it, right? Like, like okay, to talk about the design, this is designed like a giant spacesuit, almost, is the more mm. the vibes I get from it. Because, like, you've got a big torso area with, like, a domed helmet. It looks like almost like a domed spaceman helmet, and that's where the cockpit is. It does have a lot of extra handles. Um, I would presume those two yellow pieces on the chest are probably spotlights. Um, given that this is for doing labor on the moon. 
I guess probably, yeah. Um, these shoulders, you have, like, large ball joint areas um, are, like, you know, for the shoulders. It's just a large ball armor. Uh, you got a very, very thin upper arm, a uh, little clasp. Like, the instead of having a proper joint, it's like the arms are just two halves that are clasped. And actually, given the design here, uh, it looks like the are the arms are extendable. Like it looks like the um the the uh, upper arm can like move along, or sorry, the um the joint can move along the track on the upper arm. I would presume mm-hmm. that's maybe for like when you're moving boxes for securing the arm or something, um, or if there's larger or smaller boxes. Um, and then the lower arm is also just sandwiched between the two joint uh, pieces. Uh, pretty standard manipulators at the end of the hands uh the waist just a big boxy waist no extra armor there uh you do have an extra handle there as well as like uh probably like for attaching a cable through like little loops um the thighs same thing just big ball armor um the 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 thighs are basically designed the same as the upper arm is complete with having the sandwich style joints uh, and then there's the the lower leg. It's just a very thin piece. You got very flat uh, feet on here. It still has the two toes. They're very tiny now. And has a single heel on the back, which looks like it could probably claw down. Uh, the tail is way less sharp, too, I should note. Like, the spinal column tail ends in a much less sharp uh, part. Um, it also has on the back of it two, two extra, like, again, probably, like, cable cargo loops. Mm-hmm. Um, so simple, simple machine. It's fine. Um, now, because this is also technically, like, a bunch of tiny mobile machine episodes, and I never want to roll this on its own, uh, and this is a shorter episode, do we want to talk about six? The MR... Do we want to talk about six? I, I, I wouldn't six. really feel comfortable. <laughs> I said. MRSPI05 Omega Jetstream. I guess I don't see why not. Yeah. Because if we ever rolled this on its own episode, it'd be a five-minute episode. I mean, I like this thing, but, you know. Uh, so yeah. the Jetstream. This one, if I remember right, was one of the ones actually designed by Sidmead. I'll have to look. Let's look at MHQ since they actually have this information. Oh, it doesn't actually mention who designed it. Okay. Um, this is a weird one. Okay, so... Uh, starting with the, 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 the head? Question mark? Um, sure. Uh, you've got a little glass canopy-like uh, setup. Uh, bright green. Never shoot it. <laughs> um, it actually does have two cockpits in the head, I should note, uh, there. So this is a bit... This is larger than the uh, prior ones. This is actually 20 meters at the head. So this is big. I mean, big in that it is tall, not big in that... I mean, y'all see it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So the head has a neck going down, and the neck is, again, the same kind of, like, stretchy spinal structure uh, as the the prior uh, Moon moon Race mobile suits we were looking at. Um, The torso... Square! (laughs) You've got a big square torso uh, with two, at the bottom of it, like, arms that are extending outward... Uh, I think that's just for, like, loading cargo and whatnot. Um, I mean, this thing's just scaffolding with legs. Yeah, this thing is basically, yeah, just scaffolding with legs. Uh, like, it, it has, um, 
<laughs> it does have arms and legs sticking off the side. What's interesting is the arms and legs are actually on the... It looks like they're on the same joint. Like, uh -huh. the arms have... So, you have the joint sticking out of the sides of the quote-unquote torso. And then off the top of that, like, circular joint, you have um, a very sharply angled piece going around the top. Almost like, like you know, like a truck's, like, crane would be. Uh, with a joint at the end of that, which then has another section of armor, which then ends in another section of joints, and then has uh, a forearm and, like, little grabby hands at the end. Um, and, like, so, yeah, these arms are, like, hanging over almost like a crane or something would. Uh, and then at the bottom of those joints on either side, you've got an upper leg going into... doesn't even have much of a joint. It just has kind of, like, a little circular compression area and then, like, a piston at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you've got lower legs. Uh, and the lower legs are basically just little trucks because it does have wheels on the bottom of the legs. Or the bottom yeah. of the feet. Um... And this is made for the the little uh like scaffolding area in the middle of the torso can extend out and like you know I put like a floor there again for when it's like loading things um and yeah it's it's a truck right this is just yeah. like the, the like out of all the mobile workers we've ever looked at this is the most we have turned a vehicle like into a mobile suit that I think we've ever seen on the show. <laughs> it's fun that we get to add another name to the list because it's a mobile rib is what they call this thing. <laughs> the and mobile. the reason they call it is because the way that the way it's designed is it basically is just like a rib cage and you put stuff in the middle of that rib cage. Mm -hmm. um, Including a lot of guns if you're... <laughs> yes, if you're the militia, the militia and we actually have... Uh, Lion art of the, what the militia does with this thing, which is to say, in the central torso, we have three anti-aircraft cannons that have been jammed in there into, like, the little cargo carrier, and then two more attached to the arms, and the head is doing a cool little, like, it's looking down over the guns in a fun way there. Lining up with the iron sights. Yes. Right? <laughs> it's very uh, silly. Yeah. Um... Oh, I should note, there's also a, at the end of the spine, um, there is also a little grabber at the bottom as well. Um, mainly, uh, we know this, uh, it's not, it's not even really a grabber, it's like, there's something that can be loaded there though, because when we see it laying down the fences, it, it is attached to the undercarriage. Mm -hmm. And like, you can see a little bit of orange and gray there, I just don't know what the fences are actually attached to, or if they're just magneted in. But yeah, this this is not used a ton, but again, I figured we should just bring it up because, you know, um, it's got the pincers. Though. I'm glad it mentions, mentions the two pincers on the arms as weapons because uh, those aren't hurting anything like mobile suit wise. No, but listen, maybe they're anti-personnel. <laughs> uh, yeah, my little anti-personnel pincers. Ah, I'm gonna get you. It's, it's uh, as you like to say, it's the squeezing arm, right? Yeah, it's the squeezing arm. <laughs> it's their little squeezing arms. Honestly, they're not even good squeezing arms, though, because you would have to get them, like, at the end of it, because there's just the giant triangular gap in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is just, again, the, the, the Ur Worker mobile suit, uh, or mobile worker slash mobile rib. Uh, 
I like it. I, I still like this design a lot. There's not a lot to say about it, because, again, it's not like this is a design that is, like, remembered fondly and is going to appear in future Gundam things, like, referenced at all. Which, mm -hmm. like, a lot of turn A things is unfortunate, because a lot of turn A fucking rules. Um, so, you know. Uh, yeah, and I guess that would be it for today's episode. Uh, yeah. So, Six, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can find my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. Dylan, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at LowPolyRobot. Um, mainly just post robots and occasionally video games. Uh, though I got sucked into Animal Crossing, so I haven't been posting very much on Twitter at all, really. Uh, Fair enough. Like they, they did a lot of updates, and while New Horizons still has problems, they added the ability to make food, and I love it because now I can I, I don't eat it. I just I it's decoration, and I can make tomato curry and stuff, or squidding curry, which I'm actually really like IRL. I'm wondering if I can find a recipe for because I would actually really want to try that because I love squid and I love curry. So, you love squid. Squid's really good, yeah. Do you not like squid? Okay. No. Oh, well, I'm sorry. It's okay, I forgive you. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like... I, hell, I like nearly raw squid. I used to get sushi nigiri uh, in when I still lived in Vegas, and I would uh, get the... um. Oh, why am I spacing on the name of it? Uh, Ika, uh, which, you know, squid. <laughs> squid nigiri. Mm -hmm. um, and... I, I liked it. It was a really... It, it, now, I will say, the that version of it, really odd flavor compared to Cook's Squid, but, you know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, folks, thank you for joining us uh, <laughs> as we, we, we delve deep into the dark history of uh, Dylan and, and, and Squid. We'll squid is good! Time. How dare you be a hater! So I just this is a dark history. I was just making a fucking Gundam reference. Yeah, Will but you calm down. Me. I'm not. You are so your persecution complex has gotten out of control, Dylan. Thank you.